three and three hockey listeners, it's time we have a talk. We need to talk about a an icon, a paragon of his own field, and one of the weirdest people of all time. No, Maddie, do you want to talk about <laughs> Pierre Maguire? I, I first of all, he's not weird. <laughs> Second of all, and I mean this very earnestly. I have never wanted to talk about Pierre Maguire more in my life than in this very moment. So, thank you. <laughs> I don't know anybody. <laughs> inspired by Pierre Maguire so now we're just doing our own little mini episode and I opened up the show notes <laughs> and usually our show notes page is is one or two pages maybe one and a half pages at most I open it up and the first page and a half is just lore dump on Pierre Maguire there's a picture of young Pierre there's like facts that I would never have known in my life there's bolded letters, Let there's underlying quotes. Let me yeah. tell them. Break it down um, for us. Okay, for the record, again, going back on the record, <laughs> it's so my thesis here, and I, I'm considering taking this to some scientific journals, but it's the case about bald discrimination. And it, wait, wait, in and of itself, it sounds kind of funny, right? kind of sounds like a joke everybody throughout his whole life you'll say pierre mcguire and the next thing that person says is penis head and the <gasps> farther the farther you dig into that penis head the more filled with blood it becomes and not only is pierre a penis head he is one of the coolest <laughs> penis heads he's your penis Seriously, head. <laughs> he's my he's, penis head he's, he's north america's penis head can i tell you my only impression of pierre mcguire that i have um and i don't know if this is relevant <laughs> It, it can become relevant because I now know everything there is to know about him. Anytime there's an NBC broadcast on and okay, boomer. And, and Pierre's favorite player was on, yeah, he always had the most unique <laughs> facts in the world about Sidney Crosby. Yep. I swear to God, you could this man could tell you what Sidney Crosby ate for lunch on February yes. 12th, 2007. Yeah. And how many points he scored that night. Because mm-hmm. he, he has like an, a, a lexicon of facts about Crosby. Yeah. And nobody else. He's he's obsessed. To be okay, I mean, I'm definitely a homer for him now, but I feel like Pierre was part of my childhood in a way that like I don't know. What's the guy who's who's inside and you like paint with him and he's all happy? And, Bob Ross. Mr. Rogers. That's Mr. Rogers. There's a different they're, they're the, Mr. Rogers. But <laughs> Anyway, both of those guys, like, they have the same sort of place in my heart as Pierre, and I feel like he, yes, sucks Crosby's dick, metaphorically, but he also doesn't discriminate does against too. against other dicks, you know? he's not the, It's not the only dick he's sucking, if you know what I mean. Mm. Like... Progressive king. Yeah, he knows a lot about a lot of things, because... Let me tell you why. But it need, there's a lot of layers, so I gotta, I gotta open this can up. And... In a, in a controlled way, because sometimes I just spit out information and there's no timeline. So We call that a lore dump here. Okay, then I'll start. Because <laughs> the whole reason I got down this rabbit hole is because, one, my new Twitter profile picture is him as a robot. 
<laughs> but um, I was like, what the fuck is Pierre up to? So we know him and love him as being between the glass on NBC, right? Well, me and you probably and people our age. So I was like, what is that man up to? Wait, so he- he's the robot from um, Shark Boy and Lava Girl. He's George Lopez, like the giant... <laughs> Remember, we were trying to Where represent we stand North all America. the bridges. <laughs> he has every North American element: mom, dad, and Mario Lopez. <laughs> <The perfect> family. <laughs> okay. Anyway, what he's do- he works for Sportsnet now, and he was the senior vice president of player development for the Senators. I was like, okay, King, kind of, kind of uh, weird flex. So I was like, okay, I miss you. So then it's that's how it started, right? And then the more I read about this guy, I was like, he was a fucking Chad. And in my mind, I didn't actually, I, I don't know how old he is. I think he's like 61. Um, he's got the ass of a 22 year old. But I was. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, I looked up old pictures of him and he has always looked like a dweeb. Like, this is the thing. And I'll tell you more about how cool he was. And I feel like he could have made it even in another crazy path if he had hair because people didn't they didn't see the full potential in him that i now see in him so you traveled through time and you have like the big beard and you're like i need to tell you all about pierre what year is it that's exactly how i feel i feel crazy dude (laughs) (laughs) okay okay so to start his chad career this is what he did in college. So he went and he played college hockey. He was the quarterback of the football team and he pitched on the baseball team all at the same time. He's like Bo Jackson. I was, yeah, no, Bo Jack. Yeah. Well, let's not get carried away. <laughs> <laughs> but I was like, okay, that's impressive. So then he finished school. He studied English. Very cute. Very little guy of him. And after he finished school, he's like, all right, I need to go find myself in the Netherlands. And he like played co- hockey in the Netherlands for a year, just like randomly. It's like, okay, that's fucking cool. So after he went to Europe, he tried out for an NHL team. He's just, like, living his life. He's like, you know what I should do? I should just try out for an NHL team. Yeah, see so, what happens. See what happens. So he tried out for the Devils. He didn't make it. I don't know if he was bald at this point yet, but that maybe that might be an influencing factor. Um, so he didn't make he didn't make it into the <laughs> NHL. This, this is what he does instead. He goes back to become a substitute teacher for high school, and he, like, substitutes in school for PE, math, English. And then, like, on the side, he started coaching at, like, another school. Um, and then this dude named Steve Sterling ended up later being the coach of the Islanders. So while he was doing that, he already had that connection just, like, randomly. Like, this was low-level um, – like sports and then he ends now, up is this is this wikipedia that you're finding it on or did you just kind of like i, like, I, I want to know your research methods wikipedia was my main resource but then Banger. i ended up there were some side quests on that but i'm like i'm just trying to like keep all the characters at play so he knew that guy from coaching but then it's relevant for later in the lore and then later he moves to uh, this school called st lawrence university and then coincidentally this is this is where it gets weird coincidentally that's where scotty bowman's daughter went to school so he would always run into scotty bowman just randomly he's like yo what's up and they were at st lawrence so a little bit later bowman becomes the director of player development and recruitment for the pens in 1990 and he's like yo pierre you want a job and then pierre becomes a special assignment scout 
And then the next year, Bowman gets promoted to interim head coach and he still loves Pierre. Like, he's like, yo, Pierre's my ride or die. And he's like, Pierre, you're now assistant coach of the fucking Pittsburgh Penguins. And then the Pens win the next cup or the they win the cup the next year in 1992. So my man goes from just coincidentally knowing Scotty Bowman because his daughter went there, just like slides his way in and everybody to becoming a Stanley Cup champion. Yes. Isn't that crazy? But then he like keeps going, right? So Right, because why why rest on your laurels? That's right. There are, there are things to be done. There are Crosby's yet to play. He he. <laughs> so yeah, but then he was done with the pens. He's like, okay, I'm going to Whalers, and he's like their assistant coach. And then he just like, you know what? I want a new path. I want to be the fucking GM. So he goes from assistant coach to GM. He wants to try every fucking hat. Like he's there's nothing he can't do. He's a sub in school, lacrosse coach, GM. Like does he sleep? I don't know how he does it. And the worst part is I think about all these cool things he does. And the only thing he's known for is like being called a penis head. Like nobody knows he did all this cool shit. Right. So anyway, he gets named head coach of the whalers. Cause the, the old coach, Paul um, Holmgren, he's, he was so mad at his players. He's like, they're not giving me effort. And he was like, no morale. So just like that, our boy Pierre gets, the head coach job because that guy quit he's like fuck this shit well he didn't quit he's like i want to be the gm so i guess back then it was just a thing where you can just swip swippity swappity between gm and coach like oh because pierre did it this fucking guy paul holmgren did it i don't know if that was more common as but i have never heard of that in like modern nhl just coach gm snip snap snip snap (laughs) what can't he do yeah, anyway, he then is the youngest head coach in the NHL at 32. Fucking, I'm so impressed. He just keeps getting better. But then. Are you I'm like, like have you, are you a stan now? Do you I'm stan? I'm a stan. No, seriously. I'm like a proud Pierre stan. Like, he is so cool. Who was the guy that, oh, Doc Emmerich. Yeah, Doc and Doc Pierre Emmerich, always used to do the yeah. shows together. And uh, you'd always yeah. hear like Pierre say something really weird and Doc would go, okay, Pierre. All right, anyway, <laughs> let's get back to the game. <laughs> He's like, he just has that like a little bit senile grandpa kind of vibe. Every like, honestly, I think every broadcasting team needs to have like the level headed guy and then like the really excited little guy. So like in our instance, we have like, you know, Mickey Redmond is our excitable little guy. And then Ken Ken can like rein him in. (laughs) Uh, In this instance, Doc and Pierre. That's true. The Bruins don't have that. They just have like a a guy who's a total psychopath. Damn. Jack Edwards. Have you ever like like seen those those videos of him i didn't want to put the bad juju on the on the pierre mcguire episode that's okay that's okay (laughs) (laughs) i thought this just was i thought this was a safe space i came here to share my passion with with a heart full of love for yeah pierre you bring that kind of evil wait i've actually never seen him called penis head before i'll say oh really everybody Mm -hmm. calls him that poor pierre I know. Here, if you're listening, we would love to have Come you on, on three on three hockey. We want to learn all about Wait, but don't listen. Don't listen to this episode because I have called him penis head like ten times. That's okay. You know, you're you're raising awareness for an issue that I'm sure he thinks about. Anyway, Pierre McGuire, skip the first like five minutes of the show and no, then, skip like, the get entire into... thing up to this point, and I'll keep just talking email us. about you. Yeah, just. Oh wait, the next thing I was going to say is that he got fired from the Whalers. <laughs> oh. <laughs> 
he gets fired and then his whole actually this part is really sad in the lore he gets fired from the whalers and pat rubik was like this was the best thing that could have ever happened to us no one respected him and that like the whole league mocked him isn't that fucked i know i feel like that's i feel like that's when it all went downhill and then he he entered his villain era he entered his villain era his next move was he became a scout for the sins so he's doing the same thing now as he did in 1995 i guess like present day present day yeah well actually he got fired for the senators he was he had that job for under a year and then got canned there you go. And Honestly, then, yeah. I wish he would have stuck around longer because I really would have liked to see what he would do to blow up the senators. Well, they're kind of doing it themselves, so like he's not blowing them up. Honestly, the sense are not bad. They're still they're they're only like what sixth in the division, fifth in the division. They're still pretty bad. They're ahead like, of the wings right now. Yeah, but that's not saying much, you know. Stop bringing these other anyway, fuckers onto anyway, this episode. Let's talk more about here. All right, all right. Um. Yeah, back to my dude, man. Anyway, <laughs> so then once again, he ends up getting promoted to fucking assistant coach. So he was a scout with the Sens, and then the next year he became the assistant coach, and then he got axed again the same season. So man's, it's 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 Poor rough. Guy. So then you know what he does after that? He goes What's down, <laughs> he goes down to the ECHL as an inaugural coach for like the Baton Rouge Kingfish. He had to sign a three-year contract, but then he's like, I'm getting the fuck out of here and started doing the radio broadcast <laughs> for the Canadians. And I, yeah. Dude hung out in Baton Rouge for a week, and he's like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> I'm good. That's crazy. Man, but it's just wow. – I, I know. He did all this cool shit. He's like Dos Equis, like the most interesting man in the world. You know and what he is? Knows. He's what? like – people talk about Shaq being versatile. Shaq? Like Shaquille yeah, O'Neal? Yeah, Shaquille O'Neal. And, you know, Shaq, sure, he did movies. You know, he's done, like... Oh, Shaq does everything. Everything. Pierre Maguire is sort of the Shaq of the NHL, if you really think about it. No, because Pierre doesn't capitalize. Like, all this shit is so secret. Like, oh, I thought that... you were going to say because he isn't very good at... The no. That that's <laughs> not... No, but I love... Sha- like, I could do a whole another mini episode about Shaq. Like, I love Shaq. Remember, he was on my list of men who are good. That's right. I and there was, just like, watched, only um, 20 people on that list. There's an HBO documentary on Shaq that I was watching. Mm-hmm. And I wanted to learn about him. Um, he's a little cocky, but I mean, like, Good. You know, he kind of has a right to be, given how he's played. Shaq can do whatever the fuck he wants. There is nothing that man can't do. Except I for maybe Pierre, fit in a small car. I think Pierre should get into DJing next. I think that would be really why cool. D- why DJing? Um, I feel like if, you know, he's so multifaceted in the hockey world, why doesn't mm. he fix one of the things that needs fixing the most? DJing. Because I gotta say... A lot of times at these arenas, the music's pretty mid. DJ Chachi, if you're listening, come on. The pod. DJ, DJ Chachi, you have a lot of questions to answer for. Come on our show. <laughs> war crimes, even. <laughs> Actually, if we are going to talk about DJ Chachi war crimes, one time he did a re- no he did, he did a remix of "Lose Yourself" at the LCA, and it was the worst thing. I tweeted the mayor. I tweeted the governor. I tweeted the LCA. I said I want my money back. That's how bad it was. But I'm done. That's it. I didn't even want to bring that kind of fucking evil on this episode. That's okay. Let's let's have some closing thoughts on Pierre, though. Let's talk closing about thoughts. where where what does the future hold for Pierre? Where does he I go? I don't from know, here? man. He can do whatever he wants. He's he splits his time between Quebec and like Connecticut. So I think it would be cool if they wind up like during an All Star game getting like some celebrity coaches again. 
And then one of them's oh. Pierre. I think Pierre would be really axed. good at that. That's what he does. That's I know he would get fired by like the end of the second period, but like, you know. I love him though. He's giving <laughs> little guy. He's kind of just a he's just a nice he's little cool. guy. cool. I would love to like just meet him. Like he just seems like a an undercover like sleeper agent for a cool guy. I uh, you know that I will say like for all of the shit that people give Pierre, he knows more about hockey than I think anybody like ever will. Absolutely. He's done every fucking position. Mhm. And knows. even if even if you don't think he's done a perfect job at any of those, he's done them and that's more than many people. Don't hate say. on him. So Pierre, we love you.